0: you don't mind a tingling spine or a lump in your throat if you kind of get a thrill feeling the hair stand up on the back of your neck or you just can't get enough of the eerie turn down the lights snuggle up with a blanket and keep your feet tucked up safe because we've got a story for you it happened to a friend of a friend Hey, hi hi how are you good how are you <laughs> Good. Happy late birthday. Thanks. And happy Rex Manning Day. It is happy Rex Manning Day. It's so funny because I was going to mention it and you went for it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not your birthday today, though, but it is Rex Manning Day. But your birthday was last week and we didn't see each other because I got COVID. Yeah. We were going to maybe get together and then you got COVID. I and know. I also didn't answer your text to like normal. But it's okay. You waited too long and then I got COVID and we couldn't do anything anyway. Oh. Huh. Well, you know. Yeah. I did something. Okay. Tell me what you did. Cause you've been waiting for now to talk about it. So what did you do? Yeah. First of all, I am sorry you got COVID, but you're, you're fine. So I'm fine. fine. Yeah. yeah. The first oh, yeah, day yeah. was the worst because I was kind of achy and tired and whatever. So I just, I took a legit sick day and laid on the couch for 12 hours and watched 90 day fiance. Sounds wonderful. If- <laughs> it was. Yeah. And like one of my friends dropped snacks off for me on the porch. Oh. So I had snacks. If only everybody could have a COVID experience like that. <laughs> Instead of, you know, <laughs> ventilators and dying. Yeah, I definitely yeah. didn't die or need ventilators. Yeah. I just, I needed to be very cozy all week. Yeah. yeah. I like that. So, so what did you do for your birthday? Tell. Okay. Tell the story. So randomly I came across a murder mystery. Murder. At Harbor State's winery. I did ask if I could use their name and I said, hell yeah. Okay. They so do not say hell yeah. They have, have better manners than that. I'm going to have to remember to tag them now. Okay. Um, don't tag them. Or, no, I don't know. know. Anyway. Maybe, maybe they'll promote us. It was really fun and interesting. Okay. And um, because they pulled Mike aside... <laughs> Right. Was like, so who all went? Was it just you just and Mike? me and Mike. Okay. Last minute. So it wasn't like the like, day before. It I wasn't was like, like a friend thing that I missed out on. No, okay. I splurged randomly at the last minute. We didn't have plans for my birthday. And we're like, we never, i try to not spend money on my birthday, but it's been like three COVID years. I mm-hmm. was like, let's just do something for like your birthday ages you ago, whatever. Right. So we went and, um, so they pulled Mike aside and they were like, uh, does your wife have like a good sense of humor? No. Uh, what'd they say? Something like along those lines. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, something like, forget what the exact Anyway, word is. Yeah. carry on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt like the wording was important. <laughs> um, and uh, so he was like, yeah, of course. So he was like, they were like, okay. And that was it. That's all I told him. So we went in and we're having dinner. And he's like, oh. they they asked if you had a good sense of humor. And I was like, oh, my God, you're getting murdered. For sure, you're getting <laughs> murdered. So it starts and, um, like we go in, and we're sitting on a table with some strangers and stuff. It's kind of weird because it's like masks mostly off, right? It was like the first like weird social engagement like that. But then like it was quickly forgotten because wine. And, um, so like then he, the murder mystery starts and they, like actors are coming around. They're kind of like setting it up type situation. You're there to auction. You're going to buy this winery and you can see there's some animosity between some of them and stuff. And, um, we had an actor sitting at our table. And then randomly, um, they're like, they start after like the first course or whatever, they start going and they're like calling each suspect up. They're Mm -hmm. like, oh, he's like, I have three letters. The first is from so-and-so. And and the third was from me. Oh. So my name was Spanky. Spanky. I'm going to call you Spanky. Oh, (laughs) God. (laughs) You shouldn't have told the worst. I know. It's sitting on the <laughs> fridge, and Harrison calls me spanky, and I'm like, that's really inappropriate. Dude. Um, okay. And I was like, married to the dead guy. Okay. Secretly married to the dead guy. Mm-hmm. But then I like, how to fling with all these other guys. So if you're going, you shouldn't actually listen to all this stuff. So then I was <laughs> spoiler, spoiler alert. Spoiler. Yeah. Yeah. But the, I think they change it sometimes. Yeah. Um, Because there's another one coming up at the end of April. Okay. Um and my sisters, I think maybe might go to it. So I just don't listen. <laughs> and um The one time we want people to listen, I don't know. listen. So I'm like, don't I like they're asking me questions. People came up and were like grilling me and like asking me questions. I, like, I don't even know if I murdered him. <laughs> like I had, Yes. But I had to stand up and participate like actively in between with the actors. Like I had to do it a lot. Like I was called on a lot and I just had to keep giving random off the cuff things and Yeah. it was good. I It was really good and I had a lot of fun and I don't know if it would have been as fun if I didn't do it. Mm -hmm. But there's a part of me that's like, I'm always on. Like you're on with your kids all the time. I'm on at work for my employees, for my bosses, for the customers, for whatever, right? Right. And like you just don't wanna be on all the time. Sometimes you just wanna go to dinner and just like sit. We haven't been at dinner in forever. Yeah. So it was really good, but it also would have been nice to do something relaxing too. So now that's just on my list Mm to go do something relaxing. Sounds we could do something relaxing. Yeah. Let's let's do it. Okay. I did so remember how I said I didn't want to go glamping? I oh. kind of, oh, I kind of looked into a glamping site and it looks really fun and adorable. I think we should go. <gasps> I told you forever ago. <laughs> glamping is the best. And the ones I was looking at some of the tents have bathrooms in it. Mm-hmm. I I'm, I'm down for that. When me and Mike went glamping, ours had a bathroom with a full bathtub. Let's go. Okay. Cuz it looked okay. it looked really cute. Yeah, um, Mike might kill me if I try to go glamping with you, but I mean, I can try. <laughs> <laughs> Why well, he doesn't? We're not gonna do. What do you think we're gonna because make out? No, because he'll he wants to go back. Like he was like he had such a good time. Well, you guys can go together, and then you and I will go together. I know we'll have to do something like that. Okay, I went to the doctor's today and got my face thing looked at. My face rash. Oh, yeah. What do he say? Or she. He doesn't know what it is. Oh. But he gave me a prescription for a cream or something. Oh, I keep up you a care package, but I forget. It's We'll talk about it after. Okay. But I like it when people, I, sometimes I like it when people have never seen the movies that I've seen. Mm-hmm. Because I always say like, I always quote clueless, and mm-hmm. I say that I'm a, like a Monet. Because yeah. from far away, I'm fine, but I'm close closer, a big old, old mess. Yeah. So I said that to him, but I didn't tell him what it was from. And I don't think he knew, so he just thought I was hilarious. Oh. <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> or he really knew. Or he knew. No, I don't think he did because oh. he laughed and he's like, well, that, at least you're staying positive. You're comparing yourself to a Monet. But I didn't tell him that it was oh, from a movie. That's really funny. That's <laughs> awkward almost when you're like in your own joke, which I feel like you probably are a lot. I am in your my own, own, own biggest fan. Yeah. 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 So, I think that's all I have. So, I'm Sarah. And I'm Megan. And this is? It happened to a friend of a friend. Yay! I just want to shout out to my coworker Kamal, because she started listening to our podcast. Hi, Kamal. So... You're internet famous now, and I'm waving, though you can't see it. You can't see. (laughs) Megan's waving at you. Yeah. And I'm drinking wine, so I'm a little bubbly now. it literally took two seconds for those bubbles to kick out. I haven't drank it in a long time. Me either. Well, and you were... Because I had the COVID. Yeah. So... Mike Mike went down a Scott Peterson rabbit hole. He had, like, never. He did not listen to our episode. He did not know we watched a documentary. And then he was listening to the episode. And he's like, oh, my gosh. This is ridiculous. And he's all pissed. And he's like, I'm going to start documenting stuff. So if anything ever happens to you, this shit doesn't happen (laughs) to me. It's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. Well. So Mike's now listening again. Well, that's fun. Yeah. So look at us with listeners. Who's going? uh, Who's going first? I don't remember. I think. Me, you. I don't know. I don't I, remember. I, I, you. I don't care. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you want me to go for first? The coin. I'm. How about I just go first? Do it. Okay. So my sources are. Okay. I'm. I'm old. So I have to like put the paper close to my face. I think I need multiple vocals Mul- Multiple foggles. Like not. Bu- don't just bifocals Multiple. Like multiple. Multiple foggles. If it's bifocals it's multifoggles. Well, bi is two. And mono is one, and multi, so monocle, bifocal, multifocal. Mul- but isn't there a, tri- I think there's a trifocal. I think you're just making shit up. I'm going to eat this cupcake literally while you I got you're you a going. cupcake for your birthday. Okay, yeah. anyway. Okay, go. My sources are com. I can't even read my writing. I think this is cansumer.ca, curiosity.com, and it's or it's curiosity. Mm-hmm. They have a like, really good website. Yeah. I'm eating now, sorry. That's okay. Uair.com. Wikipedia. Narcity.com. And GhostTownPix.com. There's like three tourism websites on there. There's a lot. Okay. So here we go. Road trips. Do you like them? Fuck no. Of course I do. I love I love road trips. Yep. live for it. Yes. The idea of driving for hours, having snacks... Maybe you don't necessarily have a destination in mind. You just go. Mm-hmm. I could could never. Oh, this is what I was getting at. I could never do that. I like having a plan. I'm a planner, so I was referring <laughs> to the just driving oh, and okay. not having a plan. Oh, okay. I like road trips, but I need to know like you I'm, need a plan. I need to know where I'm going. Oh, I yeah. I'm okay with a planner being there, but you need to be like up for my rando shit. And that's fine if you want to be the rando driver. I just don't want to be the driver. Okay. Not knowing where I'm going, cool, cool, yes. Um, so yeah, I like having a plan. I'm a planner. Well, today we're going to take an imaginary road trip. So no driving is involved, but feel free to grab some snacks because I will always endorse snacks. Someone might be driving while like while they're listening, listening to, it. to it, so, yeah, <gasps> oh, my gosh, I so hope you're go enjoying on a road, road trip, trip, together. Um, and we're going to take a trip around Ontario to visit some ghost towns. Spooky. We should have just really did this though. We should. Well, okay. So the places that I, that I'm going to talk about, it was a map that I found. Okay. But first we should discuss what a ghost town is. In other words, let's start at the very beginning. A, a very, very good, good place, place to start. start. It's been so long. I know. Oh, hi, <laughs> old friend, that song. Yes. A ghost town is one where the economic activity that once made it boom and supported it has failed or ended. Sometimes there are remnants of the town still visible, such as buildings, roads, and other infrastructure. Infrastructure. I feel like I said that Infant Infrastructure. Mm-hmm. I'm drinking wine, mm-hmm. and it's going to my head. Sometimes the only things that remain are graveyards. In other instances, there may be small amounts of people left, but this population is nothing compared to what the numbers would have been in its prime. Sometimes ghost towns occur when railroads or just regular, like, highways are built and start to bypass the town, making the stop for whatever was in the town no longer necessary. Yeah. Okay. Like, like Gander. Have you seen Come From Away? No, I haven't seen it. You should come over and we'll watch it. Okay. I have the Apple TV. Okay. I've seen Hamilton. Yeah, I listened to Hamilton this morning. I listened to Hamilton right before I came here. No, you didn't. Yeah, because did I did you. I put the King on to tell Harrison that it was Kristoff. Yeah, Lucas. That's that Lucas was literally song. it. Is I was just like, this is Kristoff. Lucas, that's Lucas's song. Da 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 da. That song. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Now that we have a bit of background info, let's start our road trip. So <laughs> fill up your tank. Get your doing p- it right now with the wine. Yes, with the wine. Get your playlist ready and grab your snacks. Oh, and go to the bathroom before we leave because we're not making a million stops. Oh, uh, the and you can't go on a road trip with me. No, I pee so much. <laughs> I'm good at holding it for a really long time, though. Too. Are you? Yeah, but okay. I do have to stop a lot. Okay, so here's here's my little note. The places will take the places that I'm going to talk about will take you basically from kind of east to west in Ontario. Okay. Um, and the total drive, according to the website that I found these places on. Will take you about fourteen hours. Holy shit! So it's kind of like a weekend voyage. Weekend trip. Yeah, weekend we road go glamping trip. Glamping at the end. <gasps> okay, let's go. Okay, so our first stop is. <laughs> Mike's Dun- listening right now, and he's like, "No, you fucking won't." <laughs> Listen, Mike. We're going glamping. I will still wear makeup. No, you won't. Yeah, hundred percent. I will, especially if I still have this nonsense on my face. Anyway, okay. Our first stop is good good makeup. It is Duncreef. Okay. This town... Sounds like something my butt did. All right, lady business. It done griefed. (laughs) I like that. I'm replaying it in my head. Okay. Anyway. I think I get through it. (laughs) This town started in 1835 when Jeremiah Robson built a sawmill. The sawmill attracted other builders and settlers. By 1869, the town added a post office. I'm not even going to like i have to just keep going that would make me creep i have seven pages okay i'm sorry we have to just get through this okay there was a a post office a general store a wagon shop a blacks and a blacksmith shop in 1880 a methodist church and school were built as the community grew problems started to arise the town was situated near a creek that was Mm -hmm. surrounded by forest the forest acted basically like a sponge and absorbed all the spring rain As more people settled the land, they removed more forest, drying out the land around the creek Mm. and making it no longer able to absorb the moisture. This brought floods. Between 1865 and 1895, the mill was washed out twice. It was rebuilt, but was lost again in 1895 by a fire. The owner could not afford to rebuild the mill, so the town raised the money and rebuilt it once again themselves. Aw, that was nice. Yes. However, in 1908... The mill was once again washed out and oh never rebuilt. <laughs> it was like Twin Peaks if a natural disaster got them instead of whatever got them. The town was dying by 1913, and eventually the general store and post office closed, so there was there was no more use really for the town to be there. At that point there was only like twenty-five residents left. Oh, okay. Yes. That's sad. So next on our stop okay. is Indiana. Ooh, yes, like Erie, Indiana. I don't know. Ooh, remember I that know. show? Yeah, Erie, yeah, Indiana. Totally what I was that's my throwback. We're done. Okay, okay. So Indiana was settled in 1830. Um, it was a small hamlet built near the Grand River Canal near Cayuga. Fun fact: Why? Because fun, fun facts are fun. Bing, you're loaded today. I have all the things today. I like it. Yes, this is a loaded. Back episode. on track. Yes. A hamlet is a small settlement that has no place of worship or meeting point. So like there's no church, there's no town hall. Apparently that's what a hamlet is. Oh I thought it was like a baby pig. Is that what it is? I don't even know. A hamlet. Okay. Oh a hamlet uh wom, I know. Oh <laughs> uh, like seriously, half a glass of wine. Oh my it. gosh, we are like on tonight yeah. <laughs> or off. Oh, someone's <laughs> already like, turned it off. I know they're like I, know, they're like, I can't even. I can't even with this episode. Yeah. By the 1840s, a sawmill and grist mill popped up thanks to David Thompson, who, by the way, was also elected to Parliament and built a mansion in Indiana. Oh yeah. By 18, 18- <gasps> is it an abandoned mansion now? It's not abandoned. Oh, you can tour it. Okay. By 1846, 120 people had taken up residence, and it boasted a distillery and a pail factory. To make pails? I think so. Weird. I know. Why are you smiling so much? It's I thought so it was, weird. I thought it was funny that it's oh. a pail factory. Um it's convenient was, for the distillery. I know. You can put the beer in the in the pail. Um, there were also two inns and a Catholic church. So I guess it got bumped up to like village or town because eventually there was a church. Okay. Things started to go downhill though once the railway made an appearance in 1854 and canal shipping dropped. The mills and hotel operated into the eighteen eighties, but by the end of the century everything was done. The Thompson family stayed active in politics and the mansion can be toured. Only two um only two buildings, the canal locks and a cemetery remain. Oh yes. Do the canal locks still work? Do I, do I don't think so. I don't know, I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. You but should yeah, the thoroughly ma- research your shit. Sorry. I'm just but I'm just yeah, kidding. apparently the mansion you can do tours, but they're like scheduled tours, so you have to oh, Oh, you can, and you can you have know events what? there. That's where somebody who likes to plan a road trip comes in handy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you can also have events there. So you could probably have like marriages and weddings and wow, stuff. Wow, we're not planning to do that. I mean, for selfish purposes. That's okay. Okay, okay the next per- the next place, I'm not going to say it right. It's Rumanton. It's V-R-O-O-M-A-N-T-O-N. Rumenton. Rumanton. This virtually unknown farming town was founded by Colonel James Ruman, who received the property in 1820 after serving in the War of 1812. He was born in 1794 in the Niagara region. Ooh, Shout out being local. What, what? <laughs> <laughs> at its peak, the town had a sawmill and gristmill, not one, but two churches, a carriage shop, a school, post office, blacksmith, hotel, Three yes, three stores and an orange hall. Three stores. Three stores. How many yes. churches? Um, one church. Okay. Yes. So it's still a small town because there's only one church. There's only one church, but there's lots of other things. Like, didn't you hear me? There's a carriage shop. You could buy carriages. I feel yes. like it might have been a necessity at the time. That's that you crazy. Had a carriage. Yes. Okay. Um and an orange hall. And what is an orange hall? Well, I Googled that because I didn't know what it was. The Orange Order was a political and religious fraternal society that defended Protestantism and the British connection. They were also... So that's what it is. Now I'm going to carry on. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm not talking about the Orange Hall anymore. Okay. There were also six streets, King, Queen, Simcoe, Nelson, Victoria, and Brock. I feel like all those streets sound super familiar. Because they're like in every city. Yeah. Yeah. As with many of our ghost towns, that damn railway was built, and with no lines or stops for the town, it started to decline. Eventually, only a church, the Orange Hall, and a school remained until 1942, when everything was dissolved. Question, though. Yes. I get, like, railways, people want to go places and stuff. Mm -hmm. But, like, just because there isn't one going to the town, does that mean, like, everything stops going to the town? I think it's more because, like, there's no stop for the railway in the town. But if there wasn't a railway before and the town was still thriving, why did the railway Well, because stop? then people would, like, drive in there or, like, I don't know. You don't know the answer. I don't know the answer okay. to this question. I also needed to point out what grist is because I feel like that's not, like, a common knowledge thing. Do you know what grist is? Like so grist, no. grist is when, so I did look this up, and it was, like, when it, when they, like, make stuff into fine powder kind of stuff, like mm-hmm. wheat, and yeah. they grind it up. Okay. I don't fully know what a grist mill is, but I know that grist is can be like a grain that they use in beer, which is why it made sense that there was a distillery in one of the towns. Yes. And the grist restaurant in wherever it is, like Niagara-on-the-Lake kind of area. Yeah. It's really popular and really good. Is it? I've never been. It's really, like, they're very busy. Oh. Like, I took Nick one time. We had to go at, like, 4 o'clock. Oh, really? Yeah, for, like, old people dinner old people did okay well <laughs> cool,
1: let's go sometime we had to i just felt like
0: i had to clarify because i feel like that's not something that's part of yeah the regular it's like when jargon they grind, when they grind up the wheat and stuff and yeah yeah okay cool cool okay i knew kinda you kind of knew. i okay. just want to make sure our listenership our listeners have to get on their phone and google while they're driving yes we don't want that don't google and drive okay the next place that we are going to stop at is balaclava this was another. Wait, isn't that that thing they wear on your face? Well, I guess so, but it's also the, t- the name uh, of this town. Okay. I'm sorry. Maybe I'm saying it wrong. I'm going to have I'm some more I'm saying it. Have more wine. I'm saying it how it's spelled. This was another lumber town founded in 1859. As another lumber town, at the height of its popularity, it produced one million board feet of lumber per week. Holy
1: and I shit. looked it up.
0: That's about 80,000 regular feet. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> wow. Yes. But That's a lot. That's a lot of feet of wood. Mm-hmm. the town. The town also had a blacksmith shop and a local hotel. It was the site of Ontario's first environmental lawsuit because a nearby grist mill. There's a <laughs> grist mill again. <laughs> I told you they're all over. They're all over Cause Cause lumber need, mills and grist mills. You just needed beer back then. Lumber mills and grist mills and were like the main sources yeah. of running a town. Yeah. Um, Anyway, a nearby grist mill. Hey, I, noted though, if there's ever an apocalypse or some shit, we know we're, we're like the head of the grist mill foundation. We know what to we know what to start. You start the grist mill, I'll start the lumber mill. I feel like a religious sort of situation, like a start of my own cult type, would be more <laughs> kind of, my of alley. like. Oh, what's that movie, The Village? Yeah, yeah. Where they were like actually in modern times, but really they Their lived like space. they were in own. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I just mean if there's an apocalypse, but I should be the head of the church, but like the Church of May. The church will make well I So you do the grist mill. <laughs> Why can't I have a church? Well, if you're the grist mill, you'll be the richest one in town because apparently it's important. Lumber mill. Okay. Lumber mills sawmills were more popular. Okay. As you'll notice, there's it's a theme. I feel like there's we are so women many- of the world there's and we so can do it all. Them. We okay. can do it all. Anyway, I'm gonna carry on. Okay, go ahead. Because we're already at twenty three minutes. Okay, jeez. Okay. okay, it's not that long. Um, where was it? A nearby grist mill accused the lumber mill of disposing too much sawdust in the river. The grist mill won and was awarded $200. (gasps) How much was that? Today's money. Around $6,000 today. I looked it up. I knew you did. That's why I asked. (laughs) Um, A fire destroyed the mill in 1936, but was restored three years later. By the 1950s, the timber supply depleted, and it too became victim of the railway bypassing it. Oh my God. I know. The railway is like a real real, um, villain in all these stories. Just like in all those like. Old-timey country movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that railway. Um, the sawmill can still be seen, but it is in disrepair and privately owned, so you can't get close or, late like, to it or anything. I don't know. Apparently, people are warned to stay away at night because timber wolves roam the area. <gasps> That's cool. That sounds scary. I mean, yeah. A coyote literally like, tried like to attack a woman right? and her dog last night. That's week, like a werewolf, that? right? No. <laughs> They're like squat little wolves. But they're like scary. Are they like the hyenas of the forest? <laughs> yes. Okay, that's Sarah, because I'm, I'm a zoologist. Okay. <laughs> All right. Is, is that is, that, is it supposed to be a joke though? Because it was a sawmill and there's timber wolves. Are you sure that's a real fact? Well, I don't know. It, that's what it said. <laughs> it might not be a real fact. It might be a joke. Okay. Well, I'm sorry I took it as fact. <laughs> okay. Okay. We don't anyway. know if it's fact. Anyway, the next one is swords mm-hmm. or. <gasps> If you're on Saturday Night Live, Celebrity Jeopardy, it'd be S-Words and be like, Where is Um, <gasps> I think it's... I don't want to triangulate, but this is where our cottage is, I guarantee. Really? Yeah. I don't think anybody really cares where your stupid cottage is. What is the chance that you're doing a town near my cottage? What? Then you could go, tell me where it is. I don't know if I, ro- I... I feel like this is the one near Muskoka. Yep, that would be where our cottage is. Anyway, um, we can go to a ghost town and then we can go to the cottage after. This is a good thing for you. And can get I go to your cream? cottage? You've never let me come to your cottage. Yeah, you're always very weird know, about We're the not the allowed cottage. letting people in the cottage. It's not you're our always, cottage. You're always very weird about this cottage. It's not ours. I feel like it doesn't exist. Anyway, swords. Okay. Originally known as Maple Lake Station. It is. Sorry. Okay. I, literally, I'm going to get on the phone and call Mike right now. Okay, okay. text him while I read no, so we'll that you talk don't interrupt. Okay. Anyway, originally known as Maple, Maple Lake Station, this small town is almost the opposite of our other ghost towns. Although it was built on the booming lumber trade, the railway did not destroy it. I know. Shocking, right? Since a stop was given to the town, it was able to maintain its growth. The settlement started with a small store, then a post office, and eventually a school. At the beginning of the 20th century, John Swords opened a hotel which became popular and took over the general store. The town was later renamed Swords after the family and to avoid confusion with another Maple Station. With the decline of the lumber industry in the 1930s, many of the businesses closed, with the schoolhouse and post office suffering the same fate by the 60s. 1960s, so it lasted a while. Mm-hmm. The schoolhouse is now a community center... And the hotel and post office are abandoned, but still, but they're still standing. <gasps> and apparently, the schoolhouse turned into the community center. Apparently, it's been redone like really nicely, like it's oh. really modernized and stuff. Um, no, Sarah, like we literally drive around that area all the time. And oh. there's a place called like there's like Skeleton Lake and Skull. Oh. Yeah, we Isn't should go crazy? there. Yeah, now you have to come. Okay. Okay, our next stop is Falkenberg. Oh yes. Built along the colonization road, it was a favorable, is the word that I wrote, favorable, place to settle rather than continuing north. In very little time, the settlers began building a saw and shingle mill, Mm -hmm. again with a sawmill, post office, church, blacksmith, general store, and two hotels to accommodate visitors as they traveled towards Bracebridge. But guess what soon happened? (gasps) The sawmill burnt down. The railway! Oh, Come on. There was one of two things that could have happened, because in railway. every story, the sawmill burns down. No, not every story. Okay. Usually, it's the rail... I okay. think one of them, it burned down. No, two. Was it two? I don't remember. Yeah. But I'm glad you're paying attention, okay. so thank you. Um So, yeah. So, the railway came to town. Stagecoach travel dried up, and the hotels lost business. The kicker is that instead of building a station for the train in town, one was built a few kilometers south... And was called Falkenberg Station. Shocking. <laughs> Shocking name. What a kick in the balls, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Soon, businesses moved closer to the new station where Falkenberg OG didn't make Falkenberg Station. Sorry. Falkenberg oh, OG didn't make it. I forgot a word. It didn't okay. make it. Okay. So the original Falkenberg didn't make it, but, but apparently Falkenberg Station thrived and now is more of like a neighborhood of Bracebridge. Okay. Yes. I know where Bracebridge is, too. So do I. I know where Bracebridge is. For one. Is. Yes. Um, so our next stop is Cooper's Falls. Mm-hmm. And it's our final road trip stop. Ooh. So I hope you're- not would something fucking good here. I hope you're not too tired. I'm, I'm not. Okay. I'm raring to go. Here we go. Okay. Thomas and Emma Cooper settled the land and built a log schoolhouse. They donated land for a church and graveyard. And Thomas opened a general store. A post office was eventually built with Thomas acting as postmaster. Um, I want to be a postmaster. Why? It sounds like a fun job. It sounds like the most boring job I've ever heard. Unless like, you're like reading all the gossip. I like boring jobs. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know that's not for me. I like boring jobs. Thomas's grandson would later be forced to close the post office in 1968. The bulk of the business was done via, you guessed it, the lumber trade.
1: <laughs> so Did it burn
0: down? I don't think so. But that was the bulk of, like, the town's business, mm. lumber Trade. The town was also home to a blacksmith cheese factory. Well, then how the hell did they... How did they go under? No, I don't even know. Cheese factory. They got... Their cows must have got mad cow or some shit. A cheese factory. I mm. would go there. I would go there. Yeah. Yes. I could pack up. I'm yeah. off tomorrow. Let's go. Okay. And a town hall, which also served as a courthouse. The lumber mill eventually started to dry up. There was no railways that I read of. Um, Many people left to find other opportunities. Many of Thomas and Emma's descendants still live in the area. Oh, that's kind of sweet. Yeah, it's ironic that this lumber mill dried up when your first one was too wet all the time. I know. (laughs) There's irony. There's too many floods. It's like it came. It was like a first full circle. Yeah. Um, so that's it. There are around 200 ghost towns in Ontario. So this is just a small amuse-bouche. That's a lot. Yeah. I mean, it is a giant province, but. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, there may be some paranormal activity at some ghost towns, but mostly the eeriness comes from just seeing the old buildings and knowing that there used to be life there. But mm-hmm. now it's just a page on the internet. Weird. Yes. So it's sad. It's kind of like when um, you watch like movies and a whole family, or like biking shows, like a whole family line dies out, and you're like, oh, well, there goes their whole legacy. Yep, and it's sad. That's what like these ghost towns feel like to me. So, moral of the story: the villains are the railroads. The railroads. Oh. Yes. Yeah. We, we knew that, but mm-hmm. now we super know it. Now we super know it. So okay. yeah, ghost towns, Just fucking trains. What do you got for us today? Okay. How old were you when you were able to go out and play on your own, like, in the streets? Um, like, eight, nine. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, I yeah. don't I don't remember my age, but I remember, like, going out and there was... Yeah. We had a school across from us, so there was lots of kids around in the school. Maybe a little safer. Okay. But, yeah, I was probably around... I know I was going to the store around the corner by 10. Yes. Because we just had a literally, like, down my street and down the corner store. hmm um, how, do you let your kids? I shouldn't ask maybe that on the, not that anyone knows where you live, but like, we your kids them, are of an age. We let them play outside. Like, we let them, I don't let them, like, ride their bikes long distances. If they do, like, we've let Lucas kind of walk to the park on his own, but he has to go with friends. Like, he's never allowed to be by himself. Yeah. Wandering the streets. Yeah. And we've already talked about the conversations we have with our kids. Yes. Well, this is where my story starts. Okay. It was a beautiful Saturday afternoon on January thirteenth, nineteen ninety six. That's my birthday. Is it really? January thirteenth is my birthday. Well, something fucking terrible happened. uh but still, it's. Very... I should know that, but I'm really bad with dates. It's okay, but that's we'll my talk about January thirteenth is my birthday. <gasps> Happy! I know when your what birthday is... is like there, and it comes up on my phone. But Well, I was, was never it? Ninety six. Ninety six. So I would have been fourteen. Okay. Yeah. In Arlington, Texas. I'm not from there. Okay i'm from oshawa so amber nine and ricky hagerman amber hagerman and ricky ha- wait is hagerman this the amber alert? you like you ruined it at the beginning you, of my listen, thing you, you fuck face you've done this to me before too <laughs> you're supposed to wait all the way until like i give it away at the end you fuck okay anyway continue okay it's not amber alert <laughs> no no amber nine and ricky five were visiting their grandparents and were eager to go bike riding amber had just gotten her new bike for christmas just a few weeks earlier. It was around 3 10 p.m. and the kids were told that they could go, they could go bike riding but stay around the block. Like we all had our rules, right? Yeah. They were they went just a little bit further, which kids do. Mm-hmm. And just to like clarify, even the grandfather is like, no kid should be punished this way for like doing something silly like this. And right. We all rode our bikes a little further. A little further than we were supposed to. Um we so they were less than point two, five miles away, or less than half a kilometer in Canadiana, because they went to see, quote, a cool ramp oh. <laughs> at the Winn-Dixie parking lot. called oh, the Wind dixie Yeah. That's like a grocery store, right? Yes. Yeah. But only Ricky came back. Oh. So I'm assuming cool ramp is Ricky's words. Yeah. He got worried because because like they went further than they should be, and he headed home. okay. But... Um, Amber never did come home. Um the kids, grandparents, and family members automatically went looking for her. They made it to the Wind Dixie where they found her new pink and white bike but no Amber. And dot 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 I literally put dot dot dot. Oh, dot dot dot. The police were already there. Oh. So there was a witness, a 78-year-old man named Jimmy Cavill, Cavill, I think is right, who lived nearby and he had called the police. Through the fence separating, um, like, his backyard from the parking lot, he saw a girl on her bike, um, and she started screaming. A black pickup truck had drove, driven up and grabbed her off her bike. Okay. And he did say, like, she was kicking. Um, so he, um, the man forced her into the truck, and then because he saw that she was fighting back, he realized that it was, she either didn't know this person or didn't want to go with them. Right. And he called the police immediately. He observed the direction of the truck. And called the police. Um, the truck, I guess, was heading to the center. Probably shouldn't cross <gasps> my arm over top of the mic. Don't touch your mic. I'm itchy here. Listen, okay. I'm the one who has to edit this. He observed the truck's direction heading to the center of town, called the police. It was a black pickup truck uh, with a light-skinned man. They said either Caucasian or Latino. Is that correct? Latin heritage? I, I think so. Um, in their 20s or 30s. So Amber Hagerman was a very bright and accomplished nine-year-old. She had lots of ribbons and awards. She was a brownie, so she had brownie badges. Aww. She seemed really sweet. And we know this because WFAA TV had been filming a story about their family and being on welfare and coming off of welfare. Okay, so they were there was actually this documentary that had been taking place prior to. So Donna Whitson Whitson, I hope that's right. I hope it's right because my writing's really terrible. Um, so I can never read my writing either. It's the only time I put her last name in. Um, it gets changed to Williams, I think, now that she's, maybe she remarried. But Amber's mother had left the kid's father with not even a high school diploma. So she managed to get one and was volunteering at the welfare office to get experience. Um, she then began a job training program and this kind of, like, situation happened right in the middle of her trying to do this job training program and come off of welfare okay. Okay. so she could provide a nice life for her family. So they have all this footage of her and I will just say this family seems super sweet, like yeah. really sweet, which makes it so much worse. Not that anybody deserves anything like this. So she was, Oh yeah. I wrote Donna seems like a sweet and wonderful person. <laughs> um, but so during the the filming because the, doc- the documentary crew was still there so they were still filming her she was like she just felt like she couldn't go inside her house because she was like waiting for amber to come home right and they were like is showing like you need to come inside and she was like i can't i can't like she couldn't leave her front mm-hmm. and it's just really sad you see her um pleading and like asking for whoever has her to like return her home and she's like i don't even remember this she's like i don't remember any of this happening like it was just i was just going through the motions right um and we then i'm talking loud see? oh and then her father um who was like the mother had always obviously separated from it was not really amicable but he showed up because his daughter was missing and he's been right like, there ever since so he's part of the story as well so five days after her disappearance um amber's body was found in a creek but in a creek Um, by a man who's walking his dog around midnight at night just kind of late but no judgment and then they believe that a storm the storm washed it there was a storm that night and that it had washed the body down the creek because earlier that day there were maintenance workers and there was no body there okay so they're certain that um the man who found her actually talks about how he's still traumatized and every so often they'll go like drag the lake like they still do it regularly to this day drag Mm -hmm. the lake to try to like See if there's any evidence there, the creek or whatever, right? The lake. So Amber was wearing only one sock on her right foot, with multiple lacerations on her throat and body, being basically the cause of death. She was also heavily bruised. They identified Amber using her a fingerprint from her school safety card. The autopsy showed that she had been kept alive for two days after the abduction. She was badly bruised and sexually assaulted. Although it was not publicly announced that she was sexually assaulted. Okay. But they have DNA. Mm -hmm. They have evidence they're not sharing. And they, so basically, while she was missing, and afterwards, the family became big advocates for changing the laws to have more stricter laws on child sex offenders, just sex offenders in general, pedophiles, anything like that. So they were trying to like, once is enough, as soon as they're like convicted, they should be put away for life. So obviously, something happened that they knew about that they didn't release right and then i do want to clarify that sexual assault and rape are two different things and should be put in two different categories but there's nothing said anywhere about what happened to amber so okay there's a lot of assumption but they do have a dna sample and they're just hoping to get a more complete profile with the technology of today actually um her abductor and killer was has not yet been found um where am i um, it's really tough because Ricky, the brother, struggled for a really long time um, because he felt guilty, like, right. about his sister, and he had a lot of anger, and he just didn't know where to place like, So did they get, like, separated? He like, or he, like, headed home. He was, like, he just pieced out? Yeah, he was, like, I, I don't feel good. Like, I, we should go home. We should be closer to home. And, he, and like, then she just wanted home. to stay? Yeah. And Not that, like, I'm blaming him or anything. Just, no, no, no. Just the he circumstances. Five. He was five. She was oh, nine. okay. Okay. So he's, like, the younger of the two, and the witness said that... He only saw the girl. He never saw the boy there at all. So mm-hmm. she must have just wanted to get a few laps in. You know what it's like when you're a kid? Like he's just yeah. on the street. He's probably fine. Yeah. Yeah. So this is where it was supposed to be a big reveal. <laughs> <laughs> Diane Simone. Sorry. A mom who, like many, followed the abduction, made a phone call. She called the local radio station in Go Fort Worth, Texas. I know. Well, this is the, this is why like I'm kind of obsessed with some of these stories is because it's like, it's, we talked before about being like obsessed with some of the true crime because it's like almost a part of like, how do you prevent it from happening? Yeah. And I think once you become a mom and you have kids too, like you almost hyper focus in on it because you want to protect your kids the best you can and figure out how to do that. Right. Mm-hmm. And so you always want answer. So it's, it's a big like thing for your, your mom heart, your mom, <laughs> my heart. mom heart. Yeah. As opposed to my dead heart. Yeah. The rest of your heart is dead. You have to, as a woman, you learn to kill the rest of your heart. But your kids—all of me—is dead inside. Yeah, other than my mom heart, <laughs> other than <laughs> that little like spot in my yeah. heart that's for moms. You're like the Grinch, where it's just that tiny little beat. Yep, it's just for your kids only. Mm-hmm. No fucking Christmas. Mm-mm. She anyway. She called the local radio station in Fort Worth, and she said, if they can get like severe weather alerts, then why can't they get like a child abduction alert and see what they can do? Voila. Amber alerts. Amber alerts. So I know it annoys people. Those people can just suck it. Um, it, but it caught on. Yep. Yeah. And it's still a thing. And so here are the criteria for Amber alerts. So you'll see that Amber alerts aren't called for everybody. Right. They do have to fit certain criteria. I know that there was, I did know that there was criteria. Yeah. And, um, regionally there are different criteria as well. It's kind oh, of okay. like an ever evolving thing because they know it's not perfect. Right. Um, but it's something. So the first is that law enforcement must confirm that there is an abduction. Right. So that the, kid, the child has been taken, not that the child has ran away. Because kids do get angry at their parents, and five or whatever Which will run away. Which is kind of frustrating, though, because a lot of law enforcement will say, oh, they just ran away. Yeah. Or maybe that was, like, maybe an 80s and 90s thing, and maybe not so much now. Maybe they, I don't but know. But kids still do run away. Like, yeah. if, if it happens, your kid gets mad. I always, like, I'm to- going to disney world all i always used to threaten to run away but i never did um, i think one time i actually packed a bag and then like i told my mom i was gonna run away and she cried so i i said no i'm just kidding i'm not gonna run away uh, my mom was friends with all the neighbors and my aunt lived down the street so i would run away to one of their houses and they would like see me and then they would call i would just like sit in their backyard crying and then they would just <laughs> call my mom and be like she's in the backyard crying and yeah. then they'd be like okay she'll come home on her own running away requires too much planning i can never yes. do it yes. <laughs> You just said you're a planner. See, that's, that's the thing. You couldn't do it because you would need to plan your exactly, way. So yes, yeah. And I was impulsive, so I was just like, ah, I would need to plan where I'm going and I'm plan the away. steps along the way. Yeah, Isabelle's backyard. Okay. Um, so, yeah, law enforcement have to confirm that there's an abduction. The child has to be, and this has been eliminated in some places, at serious risk of injury or death. Which I think, if your child's missing, is at that risk, anyways. Because, yes, because they're stupid; they can't fend for themselves. Um, I can't <laughs> fend for myself. I'm 40 have you years old. read *Lord of the Flies*? That shit's fucked. I have. I feel like Spencer. If I did find her, like she would be the queen of the Lord of the Flies. She would just be like, I win. Would, I'd would be what's his face, Piggy, or whatever. I be, um, yeah. Anyway, carry on. They need to have sufficient descriptive information mm-hmm. for the child's. And the possible abductor. It doesn't have to be both, but they need to be able to describe the child, like, have a good description and be able to, like, this is what it's like and this is what we think happened. Otherwise, it's not going to work anyways. Right. Um, And they have to be under 17. Okay. So it started with, like, TV broadcasts and the um, TV and the radio. And then it moved to, like, the highway signs. And now you get them on your cell phones. People complain about this. This is a huge controversy. okay, you can turn that sound off. Like, I have all the sounds on my phone off at all times. Yeah. So when there's an Amber Alert, I don't know until I wake up in the morning and I have the notification on my screen saying Amber Alert. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't don't, get... I don't get the Ontario ones because my phone is registered to my old address in BC. But I get BC (laughs) Amber Alerts, alerts. but Mike gets the Ontario one, so we... Yeah, I don't... I keep, I, like, you can turn the sounds off, people. I don't mind, though. Like, I'm actually one of those people I don't mind. Because if, I, I, if there's something I could do, I right. would rather be able to and do like, it. And what's fine? I'm fucking up eight, ten times in the middle of the night because of the damn kids anyways. I'm so glad that you don't have kids that wake you up all night. Like, yeah. Chill. You can take a Well, and I, I wouldn't mind. Like, if I was woken up by an Amber Alert, fine. It's an inconvenience. I get it. But I wouldn't care. But i I turn all the sounds off. Honestly, too, if you need sleep that bad, maybe take a personal health day. <laughs> if you need to call 911 because of your Amber Alert, maybe take a personal health day. You need a lot more <laughs> than just a good night's sleep. But, like, you could start there. Yeah, like, people have to stop calling the police about an Amber Alert. Oh, the police get called for a lot of crazy shit. Yes. Um. So, yeah. So, it is... As of, and I mean, it doesn't seem like a huge number, but any number is a good number. So as of December 31st, 2021, and so it's U.S. and National that they do Amber Alert. And I'm thinking National includes, because they had in the list included, like the Virgin Isles and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So they are like EU, North American type places. Okay. Um, 100, or sorry, 1,111, mm-hmm. 111, children have been recovered through Amber's alert, Amber Alerts. One, 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 one. Yeah. 1,100. You said one, one, one. One, 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 one. So you only did 111. Okay. So 1,111 children have been recovered through Amber Alert. That's good. Yeah. Honestly, one child is enough. Yeah. Because it's a fucking child. Yeah. Amber's mom says it's bittersweet because every minute counts as most abductions result in death within the first three hours. Yeah. Um, Wasn't the case for Amber, unfortunately. I don't even know what's fortunate or unfortunate. So. I'll- all those words make no sense to somebody who's lost their child. Um, she can't help but wonder, though, if something like this was around, if it could have saved her daughter's life. So it's kind of like that really bittersweet sweet what if you always kind of go through. Mm-hmm. Nobody's to – parents aren't to blame. Nobody's to blame in this situation. No. Except for the person who committed the heinous crime, who is actually probably still free and out there. Um, but she is, like, proud. And she says, like, Amber would be very happy, too, about it. And that, like, her death wasn't completely in vain. Um, and yeah, I wrote Donna is the sweetest. Aww. Because she's like the sweetest woman and she still advocates. And she, like, I was like, it was so sad because she went to like classes with like kindergarten classes and stuff, like young classes with young kids. And just saying, like, it, you know, be very careful, be aware of your surroundings and was like training them. And they could tell that she was so sad. They were just like saying nice things to her, like, we think you're really pretty. Aww. And like, just like these little kids trying to make her feel better. It was so sad and so sweet. But she did like, as much as she advocated and went on tv and 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 pleased, it still works but she really devoted her time to like having a healthy environment for her son as well that was it i was talking a little bit about the controversy some say it works some say it doesn't i feel honestly one one child's life is enough exactly yeah like if you think otherwise then you're probably the a one, monster you're the one doing this to the child mm-hmm. i'm just kidding it's terrible good story yeah i can believe you like i I get it because it's an amber, but <laughs> <laughs> you were in my big reveal. Sorry, I, I ruined, ruined it. Good story. So, what's your throwback? What we need a theme song. What's, what's your, your throwback? Back? No, it kind of sounds like yeah. fun facts, facts are fun. Facts. What's your throwback? What's a throwback? What is you gotta it? Have something? I don't know. Let's just say our throwback instead of continuously. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my throwback is exclamation perfume. <gasps> exclamation! It's a punctuation. Is was that the song? That's the same song. No, it's not. It, it is that up right now? No, that was the song for the perfume commercial. Okay, okay. I don't think you sang it right. <laughs> You're not doing it justice. Okay, what do you I think, think it was? Lost stock. Okay, how did you come up with this? I don't know. Oh. Okay. I was thinking of things from my from the night. So you like look it up and you actually know the shit I'm talking about, whereas I just have these memory flashes of shit from the nineties. <laughs> I know the jingle from the commercial. I can smell it in my nose right now. <laughs> like everybody can, had that yeah. perfume. I can I can smell it. The bottle it was like a white circle and then had the black, yeah, like yeah straight parts. Like, like was, my shirts with the black square but yeah. the it's a punctuation. It. Now i to have that stuff in my head. Okay, I literally didn't even know what the song was. Well, now you know. But like, I can, yeah, I can still smell it in my nose, in my nose buds. What are they called? Nostrils. Yes. Nose buds. Mine is Empire Records because it's Rex Manning Day. We already Day. did it. Did we? We did Empire Records. Did we do it on Rex Manning Day? No. <laughs> or did we just... Empire Record just did Empire Records because I like had like watched it or we okay. about it. Then since we're on perfume, I'm gonna do CK1. Okay. <laughs> because everyone also I had CK one. Everyone had CK one. Yes. Oh, and the gap perfumes. Like Heaven and Dream. I think I have Dream upstairs. Oh yeah, bathroom. yeah, yeah. Because I could still you can still get it. I don't know if you can now. But before the pandemic How I was, rando is that. I know but no I presumes. was I was able to get a bottle of Dream, no heaven, at the gap at the Niagara Falls New York outlets. Really? Yep. They had Does the it look like a newly there. made or is it like an old school? Well, I don't it think it's like old. Like I think they just it's keep had a... remaking it. Do they really? Well wow. apparently in the Americas, yes. Oh. Not here. Cool. But yeah, the gap sense. We were talking about the Gap, how like they used to have the best jean policy ever. You could take your jeans back like two years after, like five years after, like whenever, and just be like, "Oh, there's a rip in them, and you can get a new pair of jeans." I was, I was just obsessed to be. with the Gap sense. Yeah, I remember those. they're good, like Heaven, Dream, Blue. What else was there? I remember at one point you could get like a little, like you could like mix your own. Yeah, like and I had that. Oh, you fancy? I liked it. Say no more. Mona Moore. Lips are four. <laughs> Kissing baby, je, je door. <laughs> I was saying say no more so we could go. <laughs> okay, well, I changed my throwback because I forgot that we already did Empire Records. Okay, so. Alright, well, we're not superstitious. But we're a little bit teeny tiny suspicious. Okay, bye. Bye.